How many of us have a hard time following our own guidance? When we know, okay, I should do this thing to build my business, or I can do that other thing and connect with this person, but we second guess and we talk ourselves out of, and then we don't get what we want and we wonder why. And it's because we've trained ourselves, we've taught ourselves to not fully show up as ourselves. We've taught ourselves to not ask for what we want. You can trust your own guidance. You can trust your intuition. You can trust the ideas that come to your mind. You can trust what you're feeling. Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. (laughs) And I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop, the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up, y'all? Happy Monday, or whatever day you're listening to this. I hope that your week has been full of lessons, full of insights, full of new awarenesses that you get to go deeper in and cultivate and develop in your life. Um, This week's episode is going to be a bit of a different type of episode because I know here on the podcast, we talk a lot about like progressing and working through challenges and growing and setting goals that, that cause you to operate in new ways and showing up for yourself and all that kind of stuff. And Today, I want to take you behind the scenes and show you what's been happening in my real everyday today life so that you know that when I share these things with you, it's not coming from a place of perfection and having mastered all of these things, but it's coming from a place of learning, growing and strengthening myself, right? I'm not just here with a microphone telling you, do all these things and you will be great. No, in my daily life, I am embodying and practicing these things and I'm talking to you from a place of experience, from a place of being a student, from a place of being a teacher, from a place of just knowing that there's better, that there's more available to you and 
calling you higher, challenging you to rise. So let's get right into it. This is going to be a really, really juicy episode. And I'm going to be really, really vulnerable. So if you're not into like the heart to heart stuff and all you want to talk about is how to make your life better, this is not the episode for you. You might want to come back next week where I'll be sharing a business update and you'll, you can hear a bit more about um, some of the strategies that I've been using and some of the different results that we've been getting and, and how we're seeing growth there. But today is all about my personal growth, my personal journal journey, um, what's been happening with my health, work, family, all that jazz. So buckle up, Buttercup, because it's going to be good. And I promise you will get some valuable lessons from it because I know I have over the last couple of months. So what's been on my heart? Something that I love doing is spending quality time with my journal, just with myself and writing out my thoughts, feeling how I feel and really clearing it up because Often what we do as humans, especially as goal getters and trailblazers, we tend to have an experience, whether we enjoyed the experience or not, and then we kind of just like brush past it. We shove it down and we say, okay, I have something else to do. So I don't have time to work through my emotions on this thing. And so I will get to it later. For now, let me go finish what I was doing. And so let's say, for example, something happens um, at work and you're offended or you are wondering like, why did that happen? That's weird. But instead of addressing it and like really taking the time to see, okay, what's going on within myself for this to be showing up in my life, you just say, okay, I have a meeting to get to. And so I'm just going to, you know, figure that out later. And later rarely comes because we don't prioritize that stuff right? We, we would rather stay busy and productive and be broken. And we don't like to say it that way. We don't, because it just sounds so raw. It sounds so like, it's not what we want, but that's what we do, right? We don't want to run around empty, but that's what we do. We're so busy trying to fill other people's cups and serve everyone else and make sure everything is good and everything gets done that we, we leave ourselves depleted. And this is a habit that I have practiced in the past. So I, I get it right. For me, it looked like running around with the kids and running a business and managing a team and doing life with my husband and trying to figure out, okay, how do I do all of these things? Great. Like to the best that I'm capable of doing it. And also take care of my soul, take care of my heart, take care of me. Like physically, how do I do that? And for a long time, it was just go, 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 go. And then when I can, when I have a little five minutes here, 20 minutes there, I'll squeeze it in. But what I've been doing over the past few years, because I realized that that doesn't work for me and it doesn't work for humans, period. We're not designed to operate like that. So what I've been doing over the last few years is journaling. Every morning I wake up around 5 a.m. and I have my me time. And then in the evening around... 8.30 to 9, I have my me time. And this has been my saving grace. This has been such a gift to me because it allows me to examine my thoughts and clean up anything that happened throughout the day that 
was was left unaddressed because I know we don't always have time in the moment to check to see, hey, what's going on, right? Sometimes we actually do have to be in the meeting and so we can't go take a quick break and go to the bathroom and, and just like work through it on our own. And so um, I'm very intentional about ensuring that I have my journal time. I don't skip it. I don't care what's going on in my life. I could get home at like 12 a.m. I'm still gonna make sure that I, I take a moment to reflect on the day because I know that cleaning up whatever it is that I experienced is going to help me to have a way more productive day the next day, a way more healthy, focused and grounded, centered day. And that's what I'm all about doing this thing, achieving goals and, and living in my purpose and maximizing my life the healthy way, not the burnout way. And so my heart over the last few weeks has been just in a place of alignment, like I don't want to be distracted by anything going on anywhere else. I just want to make sure that I am in alignment with God's purpose for me, that my heart is fully open and that I'm alive and present to the commitments that I have in my life in this season. I want to make sure that I'm not just doing a ton of things and staying busy and trying to be in all the places, but I want to make sure that the things that I'm doing are effective and intentional, that my relationships are effective and intentional, that my conversations are effective and intentional. And that's the place that I've been living from. That's the place I've been working from. That's the place where I choose to dwell where I choose to grow. And I've been seeing like some doors are closing that I don't want to close. And some doors are opening that I didn't even, I had no plans for it to open. And I'm finding that as I remain in peace and restful and in alignment with the vision that God has given me, things are just unfolding at a pace that is perfect for my life. And for the last few years, I've been working to get a result and to go and to make it happen, right? Because the things we talk about are not just things that we talk about here. These are things that we do. And so I'm not just hitting record and telling you to do a bunch of things that I don't practice. So everything that we talk about here, I've been doing. And so I've been go, go, going and like growing the business, growing the team, growing, 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 everything you can think of, growing myself, my mind, everything. And we've been getting results. It's been good. It's been really good. And I thought that if I don't build on this momentum. If I don't do more and, and I choose to just let things unfold, it's not going to happen as quickly and it won't be as epic. But what I'm finding is that it's a lot more adventurous and it's a lot more fulfilling. I'm not as tired. I'm not as 
drained. I'm not as exhausted. And I feel free. I feel free from everything that I thought I needed in order to achieve the results that I wanted. I'm realizing those things are very helpful. Those things are effective and they've gotten me to where I am, but they will not get me to where I'm going. And for me in my life, I know that this is a quantum leap year. And I've been talking about this with my clients and just encouraging them and reminding them that if you want to experience a quantum leap, then you can't be taking baby steps. That math doesn't add up, right? Quantum leaps require quantum action. And I'm not saying just jump off the mountain and expect, you know, things to work out for you. It's all strategic. It's all done with clear intentions. And so I've been intentionally setting my heart before the fire. And when I say setting my heart before the fire, I just mean God is an all-consuming fire. And so I've been intentionally putting myself before him and allowing him to purify, to just instill in me his perspective, his values, his priorities, and letting that guide my decisions, guide my work, guide my conversations, and create a whole new me. And so that's where my heart's been. And it feels so freeing. I feel like I'm living in this realm of stress-free, high productivity, high performance, high capacity. And I'm just excelling, like driving in my own lane, like not even a lane, I'm on a highway. Like that's how much excelling or speed I'm seeing happen right now. So it's been beautiful. It's been liberating. It's been everything that I pray for, you know? And it's so interesting because we pray for things and we don't always necessarily expect them to show up. But something that I've been intentionally practicing is praying each morning and looking for the answer throughout the day, listening for the the guidance that will be the answer to what I prayed for in the morning. So for example, if I pray, hey God, thank you for today. It's awesome. I know it's going to be a highly productive day, but papa, I love you. And something that I ask that you teach me today is how to be patient. I don't just say, all right, amen. And I'm off to do my thing. Throughout the day, I am literally listening for his voice in instructing me on where I can practice patience. So if I'm really anxious about an email that should come in, but it hasn't come in, or I'm waiting for my team to send me something that they haven't sent, or I'm you know, about to jump into a meeting or whatever, or I have a project deadline coming up and I feel like I may not hit it. I get to just 
breathe. Just breathe. Because whether I hit it or not, it's going to be okay. Whether it works out the way that I hope or not, it's going to be okay. And so I, I find moments, I look for opportunities to practice the patience that I prayed for. I look for opportunities to embody being patient. And I replace the anxiety with patience, which turns into peace that passes understanding. And I find that when I do these things, it's impossible for stress to exist. It's impossible for fear to exist. It's impossible for me not to become a different person. So I I really enjoy this pace for me. It feels like home. It feels safe. It feels, just feels really good. So that's what's been on my heart. That's where my heart has been. Now let's dive into my health because I started doing some new things in terms of health. So if you are a regular listener of the podcast, then you know that we talk a lot about being healthy and achieving our goals and prioritizing our well-being and self-care and all that kind of stuff. And so something that I've been more intentional about this year is finding a fitness coach that aligns with the type of body that I want to have and who also can teach and educate me on nutrition and food and like how to make my body stronger with the food that I eat and how to make my mind more productive and think more clearly and, you know, all these kind of things. I'm sure you've heard about like brain food and stuff. So I want someone who knows about these things and is able to teach me because I have no clue. Like I know the basics, like, yeah, drink water, right? And like eat your veggies and all the basic things. But I want to know how to make myself the best physically. And so I recently started working with a fitness coach online and I tried in the past and it's, it just didn't work out for different reasons. But this time I found a really, really great coach who looks amazing and she teaches on like nutrition and, and what types of food to eat. She doesn't tell you what to eat. Like if I want a meal plan or whatever, that option is available and, and she does provide that. But I, I don't, I'm not working with her for that reason. So I plan on starting my official workouts next, well, this week, because by the time that this episode comes out, right now I'm recording, it's Wednesday. And so this episode is coming out on Monday. So I, I would have started working out. Woohoo! Like, <laughs> how exciting, right? So I'm now officially a worker outerer. <laughs> worker out of her. <laughs> and I cannot wait to see how fit my body becomes as a result. And it's not the typical workouts like jumping jacks and burpees and stuff. Like there is some of that, but it's primarily like strength training and like um strength tra- strength strength training. I can't even talk. I'm so excited. <laughs> strength training from a yoga perspective. So like doing different poses and um exercises that 
cause my muscles to learn flexibility and also cause the mu- the muscles to form and and be healthy healthier than what they are if you follow me on the gram then you know that i take walks very very often almost daily whether it's snowing raining whatever i'm out there and that was an intentional decision that i made when i was pregnant and that was about what like 6 7 years ago so um now i'm taking it to the next level not because of any health issues or anything like that but because I'm committed to being healthy and if I want to be healthy it includes exercising my body moving it in ways that it hasn't been moved in a while and so I'm looking forward to the growth and even I noticed back in the day when I used to exercise I would have like burst of like mental energy mental clarity mental focus and drive and like when it came to doing my work and stuff it was just like so much ease because of the workout. I don't know what it is specifically, but I know that working out it develops your mental capacity for endurance. Because you're doing all these reps and your body's telling you, "Oh, take a break, take a break, stop, stop, stop." But you know within yourself that you can actually do more and of course you listen to your body, you take breaks when you need to. but you don't let the breaks stop you. You don't let the breaks mean that okay it's time to quit. You know that I have more in me and so let me keep going. And that's what working out really revealed to me that I don't need to listen every time I feel the urge to stop or to take a break or whatever it is while I'm working. I can increase my endurance over time. and that's what's going to lead to me being able to effectively accomplish the things that i desire and back in the day when i used to work out i wasn't running a business or anything like that but i was always growth minded i always was into personal development and looking for ways to grow myself and stuff and so it really really helped me in my journey of learning my max capacity and learning how to stretch it so if you're looking for ways to challenge yourself that you may have thought okay like it's you you only saw it as serving one purpose for example working out you think oh it's only to look good or it's only for health or it's only for whatever i invite you to ch- to i was going to say i dare you but i invite you to try it out because there are so many more benefits to working out than just looking good or just being healthy or just developing your mindset like there's so many other benefits but these three things absolutely will happen too okay hey trailblazer it's me t and don't worry i'm going to let you get back to the episode i just have a question for you you ready did you know that the average person makes the same new year's resolution 10 times without success 25% of people abandon their goals after just one week and 60% of people abandon them after 6 months. This means that if you don't do something different this year, you are likely to join them. And I get it. I know your intention is to make 2023 the best year of your life, but how do you expect to do that if you keep using old solutions to solve new problems? 
Albert Einstein said it best. You can't solve your problems using the same level of thinking that got you into those problems in the first place. So this isn't about setting a bunch of goals and seeing what sticks. Uh-uh. We've done that before. This is about having strategic goals that challenge you to radically transform your life. And that's exactly why I created our brand new program, Rise. It's a monthly self-paced membership that takes you on a journey to become your best self. It's the place where you learn how to take quantum leaps, master the inner game of goal achievement, and awaken your inner trailblazer. It's basically personal development on steroids, all in one place for you to easily get what you need when you need it. So that means every month you get access to new training that deepens your transformation and challenges that strengthen your characteristics like self-discipline. When you enroll today, you can get in for just $97. And in addition to that, when you use the code RISE, that's R-I-S-E, you get 20% off. So head over to the link in the show notes and I will meet you inside. Now let's get back to the episode. Another thing that has been happening in my life is at work in the business, there's been incredible growth And also, there's been a few changes. So my podcast editor, the the GN, who is incredible and talented and amazing, he recently started doing something different. And so now he's no longer on the team. And it was such a bittersweet experience because I love this dude. Like, as a person, he's incredible. He's friendly. He's generous. He's, like, just an amazing person. And then on the flip side, it's like, he's ready. He's ready to spread his wings and fly and go on this new journey of building himself, his business, his brand, all those things. And so we here at T Forever, our team, we celebrate him. We're excited for him. We're cheering him on and supporting him in every way. And we know that Gian knows this as well. The door is always open. The door is always open. It, it, it was, he's been a part of the team since we started the podcast. And the podcast has been going, I think, since 2018. I don't remember, but a few years. It's been going for a few years. 2018, 1921, 1922, 23. Five years? No, I don't think it's been five years. It's been probably like three or four years. He's been a big part of our success. And I'm excited to see him flourish and to see him take things up a notch. Now, we've had a whole lot of growth in the business, um, which is why I'm going to share all of the details with you in another episode. It includes strategies and things that we've been doing to cause the growth and some of the results that we're getting as a result of the intentions that we've set for the year. And, And with this being a quantum leap year and all, like you wouldn't expect anything less than greatness, right? You wouldn't expect anything less than, you know, just big results, epic success. And so that's what we're going after. That's what we're creating. That's what we're living in. And that has been phenomenal. That has been a crazy experience, really. 
But I'll share more about that in next week's episode because I don't want to mix the two here. Now, in my family, there's been a lot of exciting movements. (laughs) So Pops is starting school in a few months and we're really, really excited about that. He keeps going back and forth. One day he'll say, oh yeah, I can't wait to go to school. The next day he's like, I don't want to go to school. And mind you, he has no experience of what school even is. All he knows is Sunday school. And all he knows is that his sisters go into the building Monday to Friday and that's it. Like he has no idea what happens there. He just sees them line up outside with a bunch of other kids and then go into the building. So I know when he starts going, he's not going to want to come home. (laughs) And this happened with Maya when she started school. She wanted to go even on the weekends. She just loved her teacher, loved the students in her class, loved the activities they were doing and loved learning. And even now to this day, she loves school. She loves challenging herself and and learning new math problems to solve. And she's learning a new language in school. They're in French immersion, so they're learning French. She loves it. She loves singing the songs in French and doing the, the, the concerts and things that they have. And it's just exciting to see her grow and flourish as an independent person because for a long, long time, she was really clingy and finding her voice, finding her place, right? And I can see her now expressing herself and choosing her own outfits and deciding what kind of hairstyle she wants and letting it be known who she is and how she wants to show up in the world. And she's only, she's only five but she's doing it. And I let her do it. I let her choose her outfits. Even if the clothes don't match and it doesn't look perfect, I let her dress herself. When she says, I want to wear my hair curly today, I let her do that. Whatever it is, however she wants to look, I let her design and create herself because these are the things that many grownups struggle with. And so when it comes to trailblazing and living your purpose and fully expressing yourself and being authentic, we have trouble with that. We don't know how to do that because for so long we've been taught to conform. We've been taught to do what everyone else is doing. Don't don't be the unicorn. Don't stand out. Don't make too much noise. You'll ruffle feathers. Don't get too much attention. Don't be yourself. Don't trust yourself. How many of us, even to this day, have a hard time trusting our own intuition? How many of us have a hard time following our own guidance. When we know, okay, I should do this thing to build my business, or I can do that other thing and connect with this person and ask that client for this and blah, 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 blah. But we second guess and we talk ourselves out of, and then we don't get what we want. And we wonder why. And it's because we've trained ourselves, we've taught ourselves to not fully show up as ourselves. We've taught ourselves to not ask for what we want. We've taught ourselves to live this small, mediocre life. And I want my kids to know, even from now at a young age, that you can show up fully as yourself. You can trust your own guidance. You can trust your intuition. You can trust the ideas that come to your mind. You can trust what you're feeling. Because that's another thing too. We're taught, don't believe your feelings. Your feelings are lying to you and all these things. But we have feelings on purpose. God has feelings. Does God ignore his feelings? 
does God say my feelings are lying to me? I shouldn't feel this. Right. And I'm not talking about like feelings that we know are perverted and tainted. Right. If I'm feeling like cheating on my husband, I know like, duh, don't. Right. (laughs) Like that's just basic law. You know, we don't do that. But I'm talking about feelings like I feel happy. I feel sad. I feel angry. I feel scared. I feel anxious. I feel peaceful. I feel whatever. Like embrace that because those are indicators. Those are showing me that there's something here that I got to pay attention to. And even with the things that we know, like, yeah, absolutely don't do that. Right. Like if I'm feeling like cheating on my husband, for example, that could be an indication as well of what's going on in my heart right? Then I get an opportunity to explore instead of acting on the thing that I'm thinking of or that I'm tempted to do or whatever. I can look at my heart and say, what's going on here? Where is this coming from? And usually the things that we're tempted to do are the things that we are um, feeling like the things we know that we don't normally want to do or whatever. And we feel tempted to do. It's usually because it's something that we ate. So I get to examine what have I been eating? Because the thoughts that are showing up in our mind and the feelings that are showing up in our body are usually a result of what we're putting in. So if I'm putting in things that are feeding me things that are not aligned with my values, like honesty, truth, integrity, all these things, then when it shows up in me and in my life, I get to do the work to see what's going on. But most people, Instead of doing the work to see what's going on, they ignore their emotions, they ignore what's showing up in their life, and they keep going around in this broken cycle, doing things that are not working, which are just recreating the thing that they don't want. And then they get frustrated, feel disappointed, get discouraged, and just accept the the broken system as the norm, when really... It's an opportunity to examine what's going on, experiment with a new cycle, and then establish the cycle if it works for you. So my kids get all of this principles-based goodness (laughs) because I'm their mom. And I make sure that they're not just living for now or going with the culture or being fed things that are empty and killing their soul, but that they're learning to discern the voice of God, trust the voice of God, discern their own voice, their own guidance, their own feelings, trust that because it's there on purpose, discern between what they want, what they don't want, discern between who they are and who they're not, discern between how they want to show up. And I'm also doing my best to help them to instill practices in their life today that will support them in being successful as they get older. Because a lot of things that we struggle with now as grownups is a result of what we didn't learn as children, right? If we we learned high-performance habits as children, we wouldn't be struggling with disciplining ourselves. If we learned how to eat well as children, we wouldn't be tempted with all the garbage that's all around us, right? I'm not saying that we gotta like put our kids on strict diets and 
make them only watch educational content and never go to the park and have fun and enjoy their life. No. What I am saying, though, is if I teach my kids how to take care of themselves, if I give them the principles of what is included in taking care of yourself, then when I'm long gone, they will know what to do. They will know how to think. They will know what practices are helpful for them and what the practices aren't. They will know how to create affirming self-talk. They will know how to love and respect themselves so that they're only bringing into their life healthy, wholesome relationships. Because something we don't realize is that everything that shows up in our life starts with us. Every unhealthy, toxic, not working thing in your life, whether it's with your goals, in your relationships, with your commitments, whatever it is, it's all a reflection of you. It's all a reflection of what's going on within you. And so if you want to create something new, it starts with you. And it's not about doing something new. It's being someone new, right? And so these are the things that I practice sharing with my kids, demonstrating for my kids and helping them to better understand as they grow. I have a three-year-old. And like I said, he's starting school in a few months. And of course, he doesn't understand this language. So he doesn't get it like this, but he still gets the fundamental basic stuff, right? He, he gets, he has a basic understanding of all of this and he may not be able to articulate it in words, but he sees it demonstrated. And remember our kids are picking up more than what we're saying. They do what we do, not always what we say. So that's one of the blessings of, of being a parent. It's we become role models, we become mentors. And I don't take that lightly. I know that for the rest of my life, I'll have six eyeballs <laughs> watching my every move, my every decision, and, and seeing if it lines up with the values that I'm instilling in them. And I love it because it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me grounded. So my seven-year-old, her name is Leah, and she is like just a ball of joy. I promise you if, you, if you ever get the opportunity to meet her, you will look at me and smile because she is just, it's hard to describe her in a word, but she's just so vibrant. She's so lively. She's so inquisitive and smart. And she reminds me of me. She reminds me of me and she, to, to, to be frank, all of my kids, when I really sit down and think about different aspects of them, I can see myself. I can see my areas of myself that are being healed by being their mom through them and through the way that they show up. I can see areas of myself where when I was their age, how I struggled with understanding you know, how to do math on this level or how to incorporate this language into my everyday life or whatever the challenge is, I can understand that. I can see the disconnect between what they're learning and what they're practicing and how it comes together and all of it. And so when I think of Leia, I just think of 
just a ball of life. And being her mom has been one of the greatest blessings for me. It's been a huge gift. Her middle name is actually Joy. And that is something that she brings to every person, whether we're in the park or the grocery store or church or the gas station. It really doesn't matter. Wherever we are, this girl finds a way to bring joy. And it's not even that she's trying to do it. It's just, it it happens. It, it just happens because Leia's here, duh. Like it's going to be joyful, you know? So it's just been a, a real transformative experience watching her grow and watching her face her challenge and, and slay her, her giants and getting to support her as she does those things. And right now she's seven, she's turning eight this year. And my prayer for all of my kids is like, God, I, I, I want them to know their purpose from a young age. I want them to be people of destiny. Because so many people in our culture are caught up in the emptiness of life. We're so distracted by what's happening with other people. And we don't spend enough time getting to know ourselves. And this for me is a big no-no in our home. And so when I, when I see Leia grow and I watch her interact with other kids and I see her just being a light, it just makes me so proud. So, so, so proud. Now, in updating my marriage, this is something that feels vulnerable for me to share. But I know that here we're a family and this is a safe space and I want us to have transparent and open conversations. And so I know as the leader of the pack, I get to demonstrate that. And so I'm sharing with you that my husband and I are separating. And the reason why we're separating is because I'm choosing peace and rest. And I feel calm and grateful and good about this next step in our relationship. I have a strong inner circle of people who are praying and who love me and who are have been there throughout the journey. I have a counselor and just wise people all around me. And we've walk through this. We've been walking through this for years. Um, special shout out to my sister, Val, and special shout out to my friend who's like a sister, Antoinette. And these two ladies have been with me in the valley and on the mountaintops, you know? So I'm super grateful for their, their correction, their rebuke, their direction there and not even direction because I wouldn't say that they advise me on like what to do and what not to do, but it's more like their, their prayerful instruction and correction and like T sit down and be quiet because
because you don't, you just sit down and be quiet. (laughs) You know, like we all need people in our lives who will tell us, sit down and be quiet. Before you, before you make any moves, before you make anything final, before you run off and do something that you're not going to, you're going to look back and regret, sit down and be quiet. And so these two have been those people for me. Also, my godfather has been a voice of wisdom and correction and support and love and like all the things. So I feel really well supported and covered. And when I say covered, I just mean loved and challenged and protected. And it's been beautiful. Now we still have a long road ahead, but I wanted to be fully transparent with you because we're family here. And I know that in the midst of achieving our goals and living a purposeful life and doing all the things that we know we're called and created to do, sometimes life gets in the way of those things. I have conversations with people very often and they share like, the reason why I haven't achieved my goals is because this happened, that happened, I had to take care of this person. And then, you know, this bill came up and then that thing. And it's all like life challenges. And I want to show you that even in the midst of separating, even in the midst of going through things that you did not foresee or that you didn't invite or you didn't plan, right? Unexpected things happen. A family member could end up in the hospital or last minute changes could completely derail your, you know, end goal target for the week or whatever, like things happen. And instead of allowing the thing that happens to completely throw you off your game, you still get to show up. You still get to embody the characteristics that you are working on embodying, like love and patience and discipline. You still get to complete your commitment. Don't allow curveballs to distract you from your goal, from your purpose, from living out the thing that you're here to do. And so that is something that I get to embody in this season of my life. And it has been challenging. And I don't always feel inspired to jump on and record a podcast or to post on Instagram or to meet with a client or to meet with my team or to send an email or to do whatever. But here I am, right? Still I rise. And this is why I am currently working on building out the RISE program for anyone who knows that they are meant to blaze trails and life just keeps throwing darts and you keep wondering like, when will I get a break? When will I be able to do this thing? You got to join me in RISE because this is what it's all about. No matter what happens, still I rise. No matter what challenge I face, still I rise. No matter what obstacle comes my way, still I rise. And something that we often forget is whatever we resist persists. So anything that we're trying to avoid or anything that we're afraid of or anything that we're saying, like, no way, I don't want that to happen. Like, that is my greatest fear. That thing that we're resisting within ourselves, it persists. It will continue to haunt us until we address it. And once we embrace it, it becomes grace. And grace is a gift. So instead of resisting what you don't want, 
Embrace it. Accept it. Know that, yes, it's a possibility. Know that it absolutely could happen. Your greatest fear absolutely could happen. But so what? What happens if it happens? Do you know that everything will be fine, that you will be fine if your greatest fear manifests? That's what you need to know. Because until you embrace it, it will persist. So what you, what you continue to resist persists. And until you embrace it, it will not become grace for you and it will not be a gift to you. And so with every challenge I experience, with every obstacle, with every anything, even when I'm on the mountain and everything is beautiful and perfect and the sun is shining and life and business are going exactly as I planned, I ride that wave. I embrace that wave. I don't resist it and say, oh my gosh, something horrible is around the corner. Something bad is going to happen, right? The other shoe is going to fall off. Like all these cliches and things that we say that we don't even realize are just beliefs. I don't wait for the next bad thing. I embrace everything, every moment. I'm grateful for every experience because it all has a lesson. When I'm on the mountains and the sun is shining, what's the lesson here? When I'm in the valley and it looks dark, what's the lesson here? Right? Life can never beat me up. Life can never overcome me because I am more than a conqueror. And I know that with every experience, I rise, literally. And so how could there ever be a bad thing that happens? How could there ever be a bad experience? You know, I could have a, 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 an experience that I don't like, but does it make it bad because I don't like it? No, it's just something that I don't like. And so here we are, here we are, rising, overcoming, learning, growing, thriving. (laughs) I love you guys. I love you. And I hope that you found this episode helpful. If you did, go ahead and share it with your friends and your family. And I will see you back here again next week where we'll talk all about the business and all the different things that we've been doing to see and to create growth upon growth upon growth. Talk to you next week. And if you're not already connected on the gram, follow me on the gram. It's at T forever underscore. All right. Peace out. Hey, Trailblazer. Thank you for spending your valuable time tuning in to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast. I see you and I love to read your messages about how the podcast is making your life better. So if you found any value in today's episode, I invite you to head over to iTunes and to leave a review. Let us know what stood out to you and what topics would you like to discuss in the future. Thank you in advance. See you next week.